Welcome to this edition of Brave Hearts, where we hope to increase your awareness and understanding of what homelessness looks like and some of the many organizations working on solutions to improve the homeless crisis. We are your hosts, William Wallace and Betty Louise, and these are the Brave Hearts. Well, I want to thank both you, Gail, and you, David, for sharing your stories because so many times people think that homelessness is, well, I'm going to go straight to the point, addiction-oriented. Addiction, and it's like you chose the wrong path. Gail, you obviously didn't choose the wrong path. You were affected by life circumstances and somebody else's choice, and I really appreciate your story. Gail, the first question I have for you is... What did you discover about yourself when it came to homelessness? What did you discover about your coping skills and your ability to do the best for yourself with what you had? Bluntly, being homeless was my greatest fear all my life. And it leads to abandonment. And it was the elephant in the room for me all of my life. And the thing that I never thought that I could ever survive. So there I was. And I went down deep inside and spoke to my spirit, to to my soul, to creator, to whatever whatever name people put on the the the, the power that is available to us if we so choose. I had to get over any stigma regarding it, and I, it, that has been an incredible experience. Not that I was judgmental, but I was a lot more judgmental than I perceived myself to be. I was a lot more, it's, it's, a, it's a trigger word for a lot of people, but I had an elitist streak in me, and I, I, I have been given the opportunity to see just how toxic that is. Mm. So I just had to get down and decide that I was going to be the best homeless person that ever was. I was going to look good and clean. My car was clean. Always, you know, I walked in. I had my shoulders. I held my head up high. I looked like I'd stepped out of the bandbox, even though I probably hadn't had a shower in five days. But it was like I put on the try me cape. <laughs> Okay, try me. Thank you for sharing that. I think that brought a smile to everybody's face and heart sitting here this evening. David, my question for you is going through what you've gone through, where do you find your courage? Because that's what I'm hearing you. You're brave enough to share your story. You're brave enough to stand up at one point in your life for what you saw was wrong and you confronted that. You... Uh, are going through the consequences of addressing that, and there's some repercussions there. But you, where do you find your courage, and where do you find your support while you're going through what you're going through right now? Well, a number of different areas. My mom and I have gotten a lot closer. <laughs> Seems how we shared the same circumstance. So I, I found her encouragement and her positive attitude as a source of strength. I'm a more nuts and bolts kind of person and, you know, cause and effect and, and uh, cost-benefit analysis and all that as it goes through my head every day. But really, I guess my faith in God 
and being close and getting closer to my mom are the two greatest uh, wells that I've been able to tap that gave me strength I didn't know I had. Um, and I'm, my, part of my strength is dealing with this physical disease, which eliminates any energy that I have. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm believing in, in a lot of different processes here. But, yeah, I'd say I'd have to say my mom and my faith in God are the two things that have gotten me through. If you were to see Gail and David walking down the street, there is no way you would believe that they were homeless. So they are the best homeless people they can be. <laughs> yeah, this, this isn't how they look. No. So the other thing that we like to highlight is what you have found helpful in this community of Nevada County. Have you used some of the support services? What, what have you found helpful? Well, I went uh, to the county and I got on the HUD list. I got on dial 211 and David and I are both registered. I went over to, what is the, uh, what is the? Freed? Yeah, I went over to Freed to see if they had any kind of programs, not only for, for David, but for me. And since David's a vet, I was hoping that there might be something. If it wouldn't work for me, it would work for him. Um, to be quite frank, I didn't go to a hospitality house, and the reason for that was I had a car. I had a, a neo-quasi home, and there were people who didn't, who were out in the elements, unprotected, and I decided that that, that was, I didn't want to take up space for someone who was going to have to be out in the elements and, and suffering. I mean, it's cold enough in your car. You don't have any idea how cold it can get in your car until you, you have to, yeah. But, um, uh, and I haven't found too many services. I've asked the question, and whenever I got a, a, a hint where I could go, I would go there. But um, and it's encouraging to me to see what's happening now in the county. It's really important that people be aware of the, of the, of the depth of the all-encompassing group of people that homelessness uh, includes. Uh, and once there's an understanding, then the, the people, if they're moved in their hearts, then, then all they have to do is be moved in their hearts. And if you have enough people who, who are coming from that place, things will just serendipitously open up. It has to be a, 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 a group effort to be open-hearted. Now, as in any culture or any group of people, there are those that, that are self-serving and manipulative. But that's certainly not true of very many that I've come across. Uh, I, would, I would be supportive of more, of, of more compassion and opening up opportunities. There are people who have, for instance, who have spaces, they have extra granny units, they have, you know, and they keep them open for, for, you know, when their family comes to visit, which is all very nice. But there are, there, are piece, there are places where if you get the right person in who is respectful and whatnot, it gives them, you know, give, at a reasonable price, but they're here in our county now, our community now, there's very little space for people who are struggling financially, whether they're working or not. So, 
yeah, I, I I think there's room for a whole lot more, and and I bless the people who have been working so diligently in spite of things, not because of things. Mm. Well, thank you for that very honest answer. That's what we're looking for here. Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is this segment has opened your heart and mind. Be well and be kind. This project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Please visit calhum.org.